worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning. How's she going? It's Grant Johnson. Um, the only one here so far this morning. Lachlan is still away on that big Matchbox 20 cruise. He keeps denying it on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, we know you get Wi-Fi on the boat, Lachlan. You can deny it all you want, but you're there rocking out to Matchbox 20. And it's okay. You're allowed to like Matchbox 20. You're allowed to like cruise ships, Lachlan. Uh, Jimmy's on his way in this morning. He texted me, said he missed his second bus or something. So he's chasing buses out there in the city of Edmonton. Give me a song. New parody. Don't go chasing city buses. Well, that's enough singing for today. Let's do some ACDC. You're listening to The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and Cinnamon Jimmy. So there was a study done to find the sexiest accent in the world. They do these every once in a while. They look at all the languages, and they use the app Babbel, which is like a language learning app, and they said they were trying to find the sexiest accent in the world. Any guesses, Jimmy? French. We nailed it. The French was the sexiest accent in the world. Does that one get you going? Gets your motor revving? That and Australian. Oh, Australian. Crikey, mate. What, from a woman, not Am from... Am I turning the- you on? <laughs> Uh, No. Oh, wow, you just ruined my whole day. Uh, German was named the most direct language, which is the most accurate thing I've ever heard. When you hear, like, German or German accents or whatever, it's just very, like, no, do this, don't do this. Um, British was the most polite, although that could be regional. I don't think people realize how regional the English accent is. Even if you're in London, like if you go to South London, East London, the accents are all different. And like South London, very posh and polite. East London, more like, yeah, you might not understand what they're saying. <laughs> it's more like Brad Pitt in, uh, uh, what was that movie? We made you watch Snatch. it. Snatch, yes. Um, so, yeah, French was the sexiest, and Italian was the second sexiest accent in the world. I can kind of see that. Oh, yeah. Big time. The Canadian accent was one of the least sexiest accents in the world. I don't know. I have a pretty sexy uh, accent. <laughs> going to be slowing that down. <laughs> The Locker Room. Lachlan away, still on his Matchbox 20 cruise. It's just Jimmy and myself. Grant here this week. We were talking about the sexiest accents because there was a study about uh, the sexiest accents in the world. It was uh, French. The French accent. I think that's real French. Like French, French. Yeah. Not Quebec, French. Not Quebec, no. Uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> that was the number one, and then number two was Italian, and we got some texts about uh, what the sexiest accents are. Uh, this one, this person didn't have a name on it, but they said, there is nothing like a nice, hot-sounding Newfie girl accent. It's the best one by... That's what they said. Well... My needs are simple. All I want is someone to slap me arse and tell me I'm pretty. Um, not going to agree with you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it just doesn't do it for me. But uh, How about this one? This one is going to do it for a lot of people. I don't know. I have a pretty sexy uh, accent. <laughs> there it is. Uh, Sexiest accent in Tabor. On air, online, and on our app. Welcome to the locker room. Really sad news yesterday. I was scrolling uh, Instagram and I saw a post that Northern Chicken is going to be closing their doors for good this month. That's a bit of an Edmonton institution. They've been open for about eight years now, and you know, I love that place. Like what, it's yeah, me too. Like uh, not that long ago, they closed the. Yeah, they had two the locations. 124th. About a month ago, they announced they were closing the 124th Street one, which was the original location. And then yesterday announced that the uh, the 104th one is closing too. I'm sure it has to do with the SIBA loans. I saw the math on that because it was $60,000 loans that a lot of businesses got. And you have to pay it back, obviously. But the payments that they put you on are like $2,500 a month with 5% interest. So for a lot of businesses, small businesses, you can't just take on an extra $2,500 a month in debt payments, when, right? When you're um, s- When you're struggling. already struggling. Yeah, I, I'll miss Northern Chicken. We just did our live show there before Christmas. Uh, remember the Katie Wang chicken corn dog and everything? Um, yeah, it's it's sad, not surprising, though. There was a recent stat that just came out saying that more than half of Canadian restaurants are losing money right now, Um, which, I mean, it's because you can't afford to go out as a family. Yeah. Like, if we go out as our family, if we want to go out and we get two adult meals and two kids meals, Birdie doesn't get a meal yet, Uh, so for four of us, it's always at least $100, and that's without booze. So it's like if I go out, it's almost sixty dollars, and it's just me. But there's a lot of booze. Yeah, on but there. you've had but fifteen beers. The locker room only on cruise. The locker room without Lachlan because he is on that cruise still. He gets a good deal on them, right? Frequent cruiser points, so he'll be away all this week. Just myself, Grant, and Jimmy sitting across from me um, for the week. Do you eat reheated rice, Jimmy? Yeah, I knew the answer to that. I knew you did. You don't throw anything away. Like, you're not scared of food poisoning at all, are you? You get food poisoning from rice. Yeah, it's one of the worst things for food poisoning. And so people have been freaking out on the internet the last, like, weeks since this kind of came out. Somebody had a TikTok saying, as a nursing student, I'm no longer going to be reheating my rice because I'm terrified with how many cases I've seen. And I've known this for years. I've been saying this for years. I don't think you're supposed to reheat rice. And now the rest of the world's catching up. Um, I do it anyways, but... Um, yeah, this is a, even if you put rice thing. in something else, like if you put have rice, like chicken and rice soup, or I don't think chicken kills food bacteria. <laughs> no, but it's 
you're still heating it up. So the thing about rice, this is what it is. And this has gone like viral this, this last week where people were shocked about this, is that rice grows a different type of bacteria, which is resistant to heat. So when you're reheating it, it grows, um, I can't remember what it's called, like the type of food poison that you get from reheated rice is a bacteria called Bacillus cirrus or B. cirrus, and it uh, thrives in when it's reheated. So right, that's why rice is one of the worst things to reheat if, if you're trying to avoid getting sick. The way to avoid this, they said, like if you still want to keep your rice to have it the next day, because I mean, if I have butter chicken and there's leftover, I, I want to keep the rice too, right? Is to not let it sit on your counter at all. So when you cook the rice, cook it properly, and then don't let it sit on your counter at all. So put it, refrigerate it right away. Yeah, because they said sitting on your counter, that's where the bacteria begins to grow. Right? What if you keep it in your backpack? I think your backpack is resistant to most things. Yeah, okay. I mean, you've got a full smorgasbord in there. You've got bologna. No, I got rid of that louse. Some veggies week. in there. I did have pizza in there for about a week. Yeah, you don't need to, like, you can keep eating rice. There is nothing that will make you sick. You should do a YouTube channel. You could be famous doing a YouTube channel of, like, what can Jimmy eat without making him sick? I would watch that. I'd be very interested. We could come up with some great ideas for you. You'll be rich. No one will date you, but you'll be rich. <laughs> He's got 10 years of high school, one month of university, most educated member of the show. show. And now, and now Jimmy, Jimmy explains. Okay, so scientists have found a way to reverse time in, through this uh, new discovery. It's not time travel, so that's they're not going what back in time? No, that's not what they're doing. So what they're able to do is they're able to basically, with with some d- different uh, chemical reactions or things that happen, they can reverse engineer it so they can basically make the, I- the item that they're studying go back to figure out what caused... The, that to happen so like with glass they could do it where they can reverse it to figure out where it came from with uh, but they can't they don't have the re- uh, the ability to re- uh, like to reverse the effects of some reactions like uh, like a prime example is if you take a piece of rusted metal you can't uh, use this process to make it unrust yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's okay. not technically going back in time. It's more like reverse engineering what happened to figure out how it happened. This is kind of like when that movie Tenet came out. We still the, haven't seen that. With the Christopher Nolan movie with uh, John David Washington, Denzel Washington's son. Yeah, and I saw the preview and thought, "Oh, that'd be a really good movie. That looks good. I love Christopher Nolan movies." And then I went, and it was all about time travel, and I was very, very confused the entire movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's what this Jimmy explains reminds me of. I saw the story, and I saw the headline and said, "Scientists find a way to reverse time in mind-blowing discovery." And I thought, "But it's oh, that'd really be cool. not reversing time. <laughs> it's because it's impossible." 
impossible to reverse time as it is, at least linear time. But they're saying like uh, like there is the theory of relativity where, you know, it's time is relative. Hold on. I think you should save it for the next Christopher Nolan movie. You can help him write it, okay? Walker Room presents The Grant Report. Brought to you by Battle Rattle Tactical Supplies. Supplying the front line since 2016. Now, Grant Johnson. So, the NDP leadership race kicked off here in Alberta this week. If you are a political nerd, this is your Super Bowl. You know, for a lot of people, this is Super Bowl week, but for nerds, this is political week. And if you're a political nerd and you've struggled to understand people's love of sports, this leadership race is what fantasy sports are like for people year-round. Who will take over for Rachel Nutley? Will it be the crocodile hunter Steve Irwin's daughter Janice Irwin? She's got some potential there. Or will it be a dark horse? Someone you're not expecting. Someone you wouldn't think about in a million years. Someone... Who goes by the name Jason Randy Kenny. That's my idea. And I floated it once or twice here on the show and on Twitter. But could you imagine the storyline if Jason Randy Kenny made his return this time as the head of the NDP? What a heel turn. The storylines just write themselves. Coming back for vengeance against the party that he created and then was kicked out of. Imagine that. It's just a normal day in the ledge. They're debating some boring things, just a normal, boring day, and then suddenly the lights go out and you hear this. And from the floor, a shirtless Jason Randy Kenny emerges. <laughs> They should really hire me as a writer. I could make politics a lot more interesting here in Alberta. The Grant Report is brought to you by our Block Jimmy t-shirts. In 2024, we're blocking Jimmy on social media. Text us now to get yours. The Locker Room, only on Cruise. Lachlan is away this week. Just Jimmy and myself. Grant here. This is wild. Um... So Amanda and Jenny were the two that we had on the show last week that were scammed by your scammer. So the guy that hacked into Jimmy's Facebook account and took control of it managed to get $2,000 from um, Jenny and Amanda for fake Taylor Swift tickets. But they shouldn't feel too bad after reading this. A company in Hong Kong has lost $34 million after someone at the company was targeted by scammers using artificial intelligence. So whoever these scammers were, they used AI to pose as colleagues of this worker and even do video conferencing with them. So this guy started getting emails saying, hey, we need to do some secret um, deposits or whatever. We need to move this money around. You can't tell anyone about it. And obviously he said he thought this is fake. This is a phishing scam. But they sent him a link for video conference. Then they did like a video call with him using AI where it looked like he was having a Teams meeting or a Zoom meeting or whatever with the CFO of the company. It looked, sounded exactly like him. They even had a bunch of other workers on the video calls with him. Are there still people excited about artificial intelligence? Wow. Because I'm not. I mean, we get scammed 
on Facebook with a guy from Africa just pretending to be Jimmy without using artificial intelligence. The guy doesn't even speak English barely, and he's able to scam people. What are they going to be able to do with artificial intelligence? My favorite part with with him was when you did the video call with him. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm James P. White. And then you turn and uh, the camera faces me. You go, oh. Yeah, I had a long conversation with the guy that hacked Jimmy's. I even had a FaceTime with him. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Then then he recognized me as the real person. Oh, that's Jimmy. I've been reading all your messages. (laughs) I am not excited about artificial intelligence. Especially if they're going to be starting to use it for scamming people. Well, and especially since about, uh, about once a month, our bosses pull us into the office and show us how AI can do our jobs. Hey, you guys, look, this computer sounds exactly like you. We might be AI right now. You'd never know. So, Jimmy, something unusual for most people, but maybe not unusual for you happened yesterday after this show. Something showed up for you? Yeah, so I'm sitting here working a bit late yesterday, and our head of engineering comes in and goes, Hey, did you see that big box out front? is for you <laughs> and i'm like yeah but i didn't order anything i didn't I had no clue and because so, you so, will often get your packages delivered yeah, here because or your because i live in dishes. an apartment building or whatever and so it's kind of difficult to make sure that i'm going to be there mm-hmm. so we open it up and it's an air fryer <laughs> someone and it's were got you, no were you before you got to this were you concerned that this it might be a Unabomber like it was, situation? It, it was like a bigger box. I'm like, okay, there's no markings on it saying it's, it was yeah, coming you, from China. It I'm was, happy that you um, opened it in our workplace here instead of... You should probably should have taken that outside. And But uh, the good news is... Could have released anthrax in this building. We had the head of engineering in here, so... It, oh, okay, you were he safe. Was, he was... Uh, yeah, that's fair. He wasn't worried. So you opened it up. And it's, it's an air fryer. A brand new air fryer. And I have no, no idea who sent it. There's no card. No card. No, no nothing. name on the it's box. Just, it's no just, receipt. No. Nothing. Just what kind of air fryer? And like a ninja? Like, yeah, the, the ninja. Wow, those are expensive ones, too. Somebody actually heard us talking about air fryers. Here's what I like, too. So I have an air fryer. And they heard us talking about how you and Lachlan both don't have air fryers. And they chose to send you one and not Lachlan. That I get. I'm I'm more likable than Lachlan. <laughs> a lot of people like to hate that guy. And, and he's currently in Mexico. And when yeah. I go on vacation, I go to Bruderheim. You know. Nothing wrong with Bruderheim. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but. So you're saying that people should send you more free no, stuff. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. Like, it it has happened. Like, I had a friend of mine send me, a, like, a couple years ago, uh, my Instant Pot. I was going to say, you got a free air fryer. You also got a free Instant Pot before. Do you, have you used the air fryer yet? No, it's still here. I haven't got it home yet. Is it possible that you got drunk on the weekend and ordered an air fryer and you don't remember I can't it? afford to buy an air fryer right now. <laughs> Are you sure? Like, that would make sense to me. If, if you were on drunk on a Zoom call, which you often do on a Friday, and you ordered it, and then it showed up here this week. That makes more sense to I me sense- than somebody buying you an air fryer. Yeah, I have no idea because I sent a message. Oh, that's a good idea. Maybe it was a thank you gift from your scammer <laughs> for the two thousand dollars that you got. Maybe that he got because of you. 
Your scammer has made thousands and thousands of dollars using your name, so an air fryer would be a nice little gift. Huh. Yeah. Huh. He'd put the, to, so can to, we keep it? Can we keep the air fryer in the studio? We got to go with the rest of we our have appliances. We have a toaster here, a George Foreman grill, a beer uh, fridge. Uh, uh, I yeah, think an we, air fryer they, would fit in quite nicely here in the told studio. Us to get rid of the microwave because well, it was your old microwave and it sparked every time we turned it on. The locker room. Lachlan is away this week. You may have heard us talking about that. He. He's finally living one of his dreams on a Matchbox 20 uh, cruise, so he'll be away all week. It's just Jimmy and me here. And um, sad news this morning with the death of Toby Keith. It's one of his classics. Yeah. So Toby Keith passed away last night at the age of uh, 62. And he had stomach cancer. He was really sick for a while there. Yeah. And then it seemed like he was recovering. Like he performed at a couple awards shows. He was kind of making his return. And uh, then, yeah, last night he passed. This, I mean, that announcement overnight and this morning that Toby Keith passed away at age of 62. Had a couple questions about the celebrity death pool. The, we know it's horrible, the celebrity death pool. We, you know, guess who but might pass. But that's why we have a punishment. Like, for example, Jimmy and Locke last, lost the last celebrity death pool. And they had to do 100 push-ups a day, every day in January. Yes. Not sure Jimmy did it, but okay, the bet there was, was there. There was one day that I did 80, but the next day I did 120. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we had questions already. Did anyone have Toby Keith in this celebrity death pool? I had about pool? 10 people message me. Not in this current round. Nobody. So we do not have a winner for that. If we did, we'd probably wait till Locke was back to repick yeah. and everything else. But there was no winner. But... I did have him in a previous round, round 20. Um, I had chosen Toby Keith. So because I was the last person to pick him, that means that I get a bonus pick for this round. Might as well do that right now. Might as well. I'm going to go with King Charles. I know. It's dark. What is it with you and Locke and the royal family? Now that's you. You started it with the royal family. You but, chose but Prince Locke Andrew. Ended up winning and two, Locke ended up winning two rounds because of the royals. He got he got Queen Elizabeth and uh, Prince Philip. Prince Philip. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of sad news. King Charles was diagnosed with, with cancer, but I'll and, be a horrible person. It sounds person. like it and could our, be kind of bad because... Prince Harry is coming back, going back. The wager for this round, by the way, is the two losers have to go put a full day's hard work in, a hard day of labor with Stacy at Arden Roof Systems. So, and I had a lot of people so, concerned about us doing that. Going, you guys aren't going on the roof, right? <laughs> no, we'll be sweeping and putting stuff in dumpsters, and yeah. we'll be we'll, we will be punished for this awful thing we do. Welcome to the locker room. Locke went away. Just too bad because I know he'd have something interesting to say. Well, actually, he wouldn't say anything during this. He would just stand here with his head between his legs. Yeah. Um, because the story is about the federal government hiking the liquor tax again. Here's why, a, why wouldn't they? Here's a cause I think most people can get behind. Maybe this is because it actually unites us all. You know, there's so much fighting and division in the world today. 
Maybe we need this to bring us together, to to unite us, to fight together. The Canadian Taxpayers Federation has called on the government to stop the plans to increase alcohol taxes by 4.7% in 2024. The planned yearly increase um, happens April 1st. And currently, so get this, I was reading this on the Canadian Taxpayer Federation website. When you buy a beer, so Jimmy goes and buys a beer. Half of the cost of that beer goes to taxes. So 50% of your beer is taxes. Um, when you buy wine, it's 65%. So if you buy a $20 bottle of wine, sorry, $10, Jimmy, um, 65% of that money goes to taxes. And then it's more than three quarters with spirits, whiskey, vodka, rum, all that. Crazy. I love what the head of the Taxpayers Federation said. He said, uh, Canadians are struggling with inflation. The last thing the federal government should do right now is make it harder to enjoy a cold one at the end of a long work week. Come on. Who is this guy? And how do we make him prime minister? I looked up his Twitter. So his name is Franco Terrazano. And it is... uh, yeah, if you look at his Twitter, I think you'll become a fan of him. If you, I didn't know much about him until I saw that line. and uh, All I know is... This that's it. <laughs> all I know is... You're I supposed to say something, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I said it sucks. Uh, I remember about 30 seconds. The Locker Room, only on Chris. The Locker Room, minus Lachlan. He's away this week. Myself, Grant. Jimmy over there, yep. old Jimmy Pedro. Um, so Elon Musk gave an update on the first human to receive his Neuralink brain chip. Remember last week they announced that they had put what, the first brain chip in a human yeah. after killing about 1,500 animals, <laughs> pigs, monkeys. They decided it was time to move on. And somebody was brave enough to get this thing. Uh, so speaking from the red carpet to Fab TV, think about that for a second. He's talking about putting a computer chip in a human's brain, and he's giving details about it on a red carpet of like the Grammys to to not a big news outlet to Fab TV. That's wow. where we're at. Yeah, that's where we're. At. He said the the first human trial is going well, and within a couple weeks. Um, actually, within a week, he hopes that the person that has it in their brain will be able to control a phone and a computer using the Neuralink chip, just using their brains. This is the second story this morning that has made me really uncomfortable about the future. We had that artificial intelligence story where yeah. they used it to scam a company out of $35 million because they like created a fake CFO. Now this, we got Elon Musk on red carpets talking about putting chips in people's heads and controlling phones. Like, Elon talks, he keeps talking about how with the Neuralink, we'll be able to communicate without talking, which would be great for Jimmy, um, and stuff like that. But my question is, do we want that? Do you, you do you want to go to a pub and sit next to your friend and just not say anything but be communicating? But you know what's the crazy thing about that? It's not as exactly that. It's what if the trip said, like the chip says everything that you're thinking. 
Yeah. So, how so, do you control it? Yeah. How do you control? Like, I don't want to know Jimmy's thoughts. Trust me. No, I sometimes don't even want to know my thoughts. <laughs> I think only Elon and a few others want a future like that where they don't need to speak and just communicate. The average person, I think we need to fight the machine because I am not cool with this. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. No, there's nothing you can do to get rid of that smell. They've tried. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Ardent Roof Systems.